the book of Luke, chapter 20, verses 19 through 26. The scribes and the chief priests sought to lay hands on him at that very hour, for they perceived that he had told this parable against them, but they feared the people. So they watched him and sent spies, who pretended to be sincere, that they might catch him in something he said, so as to deliver him up to the authority and jurisdiction of the governor. So they asked him, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach rightly, and show no partiality, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful for us to give tribute to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a denarii. Whose likeness and inscription does it have? They said, Caesar's. He said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were not able in the presence of the people to catch him in what he said. But marveling at his answer, they became silent. Mom's Commentary Once again the Pharisees are trying to get their spies to catch Jesus in sinful or illegal activity, but they could not. They marveled at his wise answer and became silent. Consider that in the U.S. our coins say, In God we trust. We trust not in money, but in the God who provides all things. And e pluribus unum, out of many, one, is imprinted because early Americans band together to survive, knowing that people from different states and homelands could become unified as one people. Sin still reigned with their treatment of the slaves and the Indians, but we are stronger and more resilient together than we are apart. One day every nation and every tongue will worship together at the throne of God. There will no longer be sin or inequality of any kind. People will be just people, with liberty under God. This passage brings to mind another passage that I memorized early in my youth. One of my own father's favorite passages that he encouraged me to memorize. From the book of Colossians, chapter 3, starting in verse 11. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. And here is one of the most beautiful exhortations that you find in the New Testament. In verse 12, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. You think about the, the way that this passage flows, right? You, are, you become God's chosen one. You were chosen before the foundation of the world. You are called then holy and beloved, set apart, beloved by God, you are called to have a compassionate heart, to have kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. 
all these things kind of flowing out of you towards other people, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. And you put on love, love which leads to the peace of Christ. And how do we get love and the peace of Christ in our hearts? Well, the only way is to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. If we don't have the word of Christ, we don't have love or the peace of Christ. So the word of Christ must be first and foremost in our minds and in our hearts. That is the only thing that should be teaching and admonishing us is the word of Christ. But as the word of Christ dwells in us, it flows out of us and teaches and admonishes one another in all wisdom. The reason why it's in all wisdom is because it comes from the word of Christ, not from our own hearts. And what does this teaching and admonishing one another in wisdom lead to? It leads to singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. It leads to thankfulness. Right? So you're holy, beloved, you're set apart by God. You've put on compassionate hearts, kindness, humility. You're bearing with one another, forgiving each other. And that's leading to putting on love. And the love leads to the peace of Christ. And these things are happening because the word of Christ is dwelling in us. And now with all these things overflowing from us to one another, we can't help but overflow with thankfulness in our hearts and sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. The worship part of the service is vital to the health of the body of Christ. It's supposed to be an overflowing of thankfulness for what the Lord is doing in our lives. And then we'll end with this, and whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him.